Welcome to Taco Talk Show. And today we're going to be talking about the Fire Festival. We watched both documentaries um, back to back pretty much, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I watched them back to back and then I watched the Netflix one again last night. So I've watched uh, both of them twice now, I think. And I watched the Netflix one first and then the Hulu one. Which one did you like better real quick? I liked the Netflix one, but you liked the Hulu one. But I need to rewatch the Hulu because I kind of was like falling asleep when I was watching it. I I mean, I think that they both kind of like gave a side to it that was slightly different. So, I mean, it's good that they had like different takes on it. So they weren't like basically a copy off of each other, you know what I mean? So they both are obviously wildly successful. But um, if you guys haven't seen it, um, the Netflix special is fire the greatest party that never happened and the hulu um episode or whatever their documentary is fire fraud and fire spelled f-y-r-e so if you don't know what the fire festival is which i totally didn't because i live under a rock um it was 2017 yeah um they were a guy named uh, Billy. What was his last name? Hold on. I forget his last name. I will find it. Billy McFarland. Um, he uh, came up with this idea to make a music festival that was kind of like Coachella. Uh, all the different ones, kind of like Burning Man mixed with like Coachella, but it was like super exclusive. Like, I don't think that Coachella has ticket prices that are... Mm-mm. $250,000. $250,000. That was the high end, but I think the just average ticket prices, what were they? Do you remember? I mean, I was seeing like ten to... 10000 10000 $100,000. It was very extreme. And so I don't know where these people come from that would mm-hmm. even have bought these tickets. Mm-hmm. And... And the uh, bands weren't even that crazy, too. I mean, Blink-182. Blink-182. Uh, so, Blink-182 was supposed to be the headliner, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't hate on Blink-182. But, but Disclosure, to me, Disclosure, disclosure was also was good, supposed yeah. to be there. They are yeah. bomb. Yeah. And um, Major Lazer was supposed to be there. Yeah. That's the only ones I really remember them saying. Yeah, there was I think somebody said Tyga once. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't see it, like, on any of the... Again, not... I mean... You know, whatever your I think the whole ex- is, the thing was it wasn't the- so much about the music um, as it was about the experience. Like you were going to be able to go um, get a yacht or get um, like like a what are those what are they called like they um what are they called on the beach? It's not the it was villas the villa yeah the villa. you're going to have like a villa like a, like a tent villa but like it's supposed to be like a rustic camping but on the beach but like glamping it glamping. was supposed to be like fancy ass. Camping. It wasn't supposed to be what it yeah, ended up on, being. On a private, supposedly a private uh, island once owned by Pablo Escobar. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And so whenever they first went to this island and they were trying to convince people, okay, this is what we're going to do here. Uh, in the documentary, I think that they were shooting for themselves because they were taking footage for themselves. I don't know exactly what they ended up wanting to do with that. Probably make a documentary about that because... Billy kept saying, take all the footage, all the footage. You know, it's like, okay. But obviously he sold it to Hulu and, yeah. and Netflix. That's true. I didn't think about that. He probably sold the Yeah, because... Footage. Oh, dang. Sorry. My phone goes off. Yeah. But um, anyhow, so, yeah, because he t- kept telling everybody, well, I bought this island. I bought this island. But whenever they used Pablo Escobar's name in the advertisement for the, the fire Festival in the commercial that they shot, which is a whole other thing that we're yeah. going to get into in a minute... 
Um, they said the island said, "Please do not play." Do not use his Pablo name. Escobar's name in it because it was formally owned by him. Yeah, it wasn't owned. like and maybe they, they want to be associated with. I don't know if it was association or just. Well, he did, did kill like all those people's families. Yeah, and they were um, contacting the the promoters and telling them that like yeah. my family was killed by yeah, Pablo yeah, Escobar. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "Don't use it," and they used it. Yeah, so, so they were like, "Well, you can't use our island anymore," so, which, which says to me, you didn't buy that island. Yeah, no, you rented it. And also, where would you have gotten money to even buy an island? I know, that's, that's so a lot of money. outlandish. But okay, so they shot this video on the island. It was beautiful. Um, the island didn't really have a lot of electricity. Um, mm-hmm. It was barely, like... Probably no internet or low internet. I think they said the internet was really bad there. Yeah, and they didn't really even, didn't even have a lot of people on it. There was nothing hardly built on that island. No, there so wasn't. They, it was like a, an island, like, with just some... a little. Bit, it looked like a little bit of beach... And then just some, you know, green, like, the trees and plants. It's like, where are you going to put this festival? You're going to have to, like, destroy a lot of the vegetation. Oh, yes. To put a stage and, and areas for tents. Like, so if the, whoever actually owned the island that was renting it to Billy, they probably would have been very upset. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. their island was pretty much destroyed by all these millennials that were paying thousands upon thousands of dollars to go to this festival. But anyways, they lost it. But they did shoot the video on it, so it kind of was like false advertisement mm. to the people from that... From the start. Yeah, from the start. The people that were buying tickets and whatnot. So they hired all these very, very um, top-of-the-line supermodels. Like, mm. I'm like... Like, Victoria's Secret show, mm. like... Super, super models. You know what I mean? So each of them probably cost like at least $10,000 yeah, each just to they, be, to be come there. to the island and be in the commercial. They said, so then they did a promotional thing where they all posted an orange, I thought it was a good idea, just an orange block because everybody, you know, when you're scrolling through Instagram, you just like scroll pretty quickly and and something that would catch your eye is, you know, most people, if they follow uh, those models, they probably follow two or three because a lot of them were friends, so they're probably fans. So you keep seeing these orange blocks. You want to kind of stop on that. Um, well, they said Kendall Jenner got paid $250,000 just to post one post about fire. I don't even think hers was the orange block either. Hers was not even the orange block. So She said, like, join me at Fire Festival or something. $250,000 for her to post something. Right, so from the beginning, they were wasting all kinds of money. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just blowing money that I don't even know where they had gotten it in the beginning because people... At that point, investors I don't even believe, I guess, that, yeah, I have it how much he got from investors. He um, defrauded investors out of $27.4 million. Like, how do you get people to invest that type of money? Yeah, I mean, and like, they a didn't sociopath. Have, yeah, and they didn't have any, like, proof. Like, I, I doubt they were like, let me show you the concept. I mean, I'm sure that he sold them. He was probably just a good talker, but, like, Well, they had no the mock-ups yeah, for, like, but, the villas and stuff, but they were drawings. Yeah, and it's like, no, didn't. Anyone not ask questions about logistics, like about the electricity, about the plumbing, about the showers, about, uh, you know, like things like that. And in the island itself, yeah, like where are you going to put this stuff at? Right. And also it should be said that whenever they were like originally coming up with this idea, there was only six months until the point in time where they were supposed to be having this festival. And usually, you know, it takes about a year to plan a festival and that's when you've already had had a festival festival, so it's like a year and a half probably two years yeah your first festival is probably way more work than second third fourth fifth you know like Coachella the first time 
You know, it might have taken way longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, it probably didn't because it was kind of like... Throat was a lot smaller. It was was smaller, more rustic and stuff. Like, they just kind of like had hot dogs and everything. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, Yeah. so it was like really just laid back. But, you know, you have to have experience. And none of these people that were on board had any experience throwing any kind of music festival. Yeah. And what it was, uh, I thought was interesting is they were like... You know, Billy apparently had a previous company called Magnesis where literally... You just, uh, it was a card. It's supposed it was supposed to look like. It was metal, and it was supposed to make you look like you had money or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, you know, like a black card? Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't give those to people, to just anybody. To get the black card, you have to be extremely wealthy or just, like, just a lot of money goes through your hands. Exactly. On a regular basis. So, it's, it was black like the black card, but. It was metal, too. And you just, if you dropped it, it on the clink. table, it would clink. And it was just, like, fancy. Flashy, yeah. And it, all, all the benefits and perks were, first of all, you had to pay a certain price. It was a hundreds of dollars to join, join Magnesis, but it wasn't an actual credit card. It was literally your bank card scanned on with the strip yeah. to the Magnesis card. So you could use your bank account, your own credit card, probably, like, green dot card. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And look fancy. And the only perk, really, was somewhere to hang out in New York City, right? Yeah, it was, like, a clubhouse. And it wasn't even, like... It was okay. They had, like, dinners and stuff. Like, the the thing is, I think he just, like, was going towards people, like, they said, like, middle class people that want to, like, pretend they're rich. Or it, it's some, like, idea that people have about appearance that I want to appear rich or I want to appear this. Like, I don't know. Like, I I, I don't know. that That's what he was kind of preying on. Even in the, we just watched, like, a, a just a tiny bit of the documentary where he said, we're selling a pipe dream to middle America, you know? Like yeah, they, pipe, he, said, he like, literally said the average loser in middle America. Which yeah, is, basically, that's so nice that he looks at his customers like that yeah. are paying thousands of dollars to go to this. Yeah, but, like, that's what he was... He was preying on people that wanted that. And I think deep down that's what he wanted, too, clearly, because that he, you know, conned all these people out of this money, and he really wasn't anything. He was just trying to pretend like he was had all this money. Well, None the, of it was his, really. He had that investor, remember? For Magnesis, he had that, that older man died. that, that um, got in trouble for not handling money correctly. I don't know exactly what yeah. the charge was. it was fraud, too. I don't know. It yeah. was something like that. And yeah. then he had a car accident, a, a horrific car accident, and died. Mm-hmm. But this, is, this man gave him, what was it? It was like... $500,000 Yeah, $500,000 investment towards Magnesis. So towards Magnesis. So what Billy did was went out and bought, like, this insane car. Yeah. And he just started partying like a rock star yeah. to make Magnesis. Well, in his, I think in his, his theory was to, like, oh, well, if it looks like I'm having all this fun, then my Magnesis customers will think that they're having all this fun, too. Yeah. And exactly. he also was supposed to offer um, discounted tickets to, like, Beyonce shows. And, and he like, had none of that. Yeah, you know, like, like, meet and... Wait, was it... I might be getting a couple things This is This here. is towards the end. This is after all this shit happened. But he, he did, did this, offer with Magnesis discount yes. um, concert tickets. And also to something, like, an opera or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to Hamilton. Tickets, yeah. I think that's... Yeah, tickets to Hamilton and all this stuff, which no one... Like, you can't, like, even if we were to try to get him now, it would take us, like, six months to even get yeah. tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to pay, like, over the amount and that they're usually And he was able worth. to do it. Yeah, and he was able to do it. I think he bought, like, a half of the theater out of Hamilton 
just to do that. So he didn't make any money. He, like, lost money. But he wanted to appear like, look what I can do, you know? Right, right. So this guy obviously had no business sense. Like, he was a good talker. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, I think that if he had the right people behind him, like, okay, so he had a great idea. Like, Fire Festival was a pretty great idea. Yeah. But it shouldn't have been even thought about six months ahead of time. It should have been thought about maybe two years ahead of time. Yeah. And then he also should have, like, not only got investors, but people that knew what they were doing that have done music festivals for hired them. He should have also gotten a business, um, I don't know what they're called, where they, like, handle your business for you. Yeah, like and they handle your Like a consultant, and they handle, like, where your budget is going <clears throat> instead of just throwing the money haphazardly, yeah. like, left and right to... Yeah, who was the accountant there is the real question. Like... Was there an accountant? Uh, I don't know if there was. He was paying them a lot of money to like ignore the fact that it was all a scam. Yeah, he but, was he was falsifying documents that looked like there was like triple the amount of money. Yeah, he said like for Magnesis that um it, there was different things. At first, he said a hundred thousand uh, members of Magnesis. There was fifty thousand, and then it came out in the Hulu documentary. I think that it was only four uh, to five thousand. <laughs> um. And members made, of Magnesis. Yeah. And he was on, like, on the news and all this stuff and, like... Like, he just tricked people because he, he, he talked a good game. Yeah. But, like, okay, so all these people bought these tickets to mm-hmm. the fire Festival. And they are scrounging... Okay, so they had to find another island because the people that owned the Pablo Escobar's old island, they said, no, we told you not to mention his name, and they did in the commercial. Which, there was only one commercial, by the way. There was only one shoot, um... To promote the entire festival, and they just used content from that to promote the entire for, time. for six months. So yeah. there was never anything new. But they had to find another um, island that was around the same area. So they found, what's it called, Sandals? Sandals Resort. They found, like, just, it was like a... It was, it was an a, undeveloped parking, parking lot. lot. Yeah, undeveloped parking lot that was all concrete around these, like, like some water in between. But, the, but they were, like, cliffs, too, like... Like dangerous, dangerous. Like they didn't have any fencing or anything up because people are going to be definitely drunk at a festival, messed and up, drugged, and on, drugged. Yeah, and so to find, they first of all, they, they I think they found a couple of actual villas for some yeah, of the few. influencers. Yeah, one girl was in one. Yeah, she got one, and um, but there was only a very, very few. Like it, I don't even know how they picked who got what, but um, what it ended up being on the actual like campgrounds i guess you would say yeah it was uh these fema tents fema tents after a hurricane that came through which looks sort of like how would you explain it like a, um kind of like an igloo tent igloo. it looked kind of like futuristic kind of yeah like it, it looked they looked kind of neat but yeah I, they, but i would have paid like 400 bucks for the weekend you know what i'm saying if right. i was staying in those tents. right like those should have been the minority not the majority of what they had and they exactly. didn't have very many of them no they, they had they said there was 350 people that wouldn't have housing at all anywhere so they just have to be sleeping and yeah. also they um the day before they uh, shipped in sand yeah to put around yeah to make it look like it was a beach yeah but i don't think that it like even covered Got all, all of, of it no no i don't think so and there was box like when the people arrived um Okay, so it came down to the festival the day of the actual, the beginning of the festival, and yeah. nothing was set up. Like, it was, like, half, half-ass half done, and people, so many people that were working for Billy were just like, we need to send out emails to these people and, and say it. that we're canceling it, we're going to give them their money back, we're going to change the date, we're going to do something, because 
Like, it's going to be worse if they come and they have nowhere to sleep than if we just tell them, hey, we didn't have enough time to get this set up, but we still are wanting to do it. Are you still in? Because I bet a lot of them would have been like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, I mean, if I got, if I had invested that much money, I would rather it's happen, <laughs> you know what I mean, even six months later than it was supposed to happen, than for me to lose my money completely and then show up to... Uh, a parking lot. Yeah, I would have rather waited. If, if, if it was going to be as great as they made it seem, and I do think it was a good idea, and I think they could have really And I bet it, you, I guarantee this will end up happening. Not fire, not by the name. Like but something like that. But something... And it'll be awesome, too, actually. Oh, I bet. Oh, because yeah. that's like, that is the next step in music festivals, because we've had, you know, Burning Man, we've had... Bonnaroo. I mean, right, all that stuff is so cool, but like... I personally would not want to go into it because I don't like camping with a bunch of people. If it was, I almost would pay the thousands of dollars to do something like this because I would want to be comfortable and, and it's I a would want it too, and I like, would want it to be an experience like yeah. that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's like, like a vacation, like like a Bonnaroo or Coachella. Like it's cool. Like with Bonnaroo, I know you do camping and stuff like that, but like you could, if you're at the beach, it's like a it's a whole different thing. You know, like I I would love to be at the beach and just go listen to music and then just go on the beach and then go just do whatever. You know, right? Like you can go explore the island if you want, not like you're confined into this area. You and know? you could like I think that they were wanting to set it up like where you'd have jet skis and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, but like okay, with all that said, like I would just like to comment on the safety aspect of it okay so if you could rent jet skis if you were going from um because they had like boats and stuff going Mm -hmm. from the boats to the um island yeah Yeah. like what if you slipped and busted your head or something and then you passed out and then you died in the water because nobody's paying did they have have insurance i don't know oh that's a good point they didn't i don't think they had a festival insurance i don't know i don't think they did either but they didn't even have people uh, like, I don't think set in place to be the security. No, they didn't at all. It was chaos. Like, Billy was, like, telling, directing people where to go and all that stuff. Right. And they did, um, whenever the people arrived. Okay, so first they got onto the island. Sorry, this is mm-hmm. so out of order. Right. You really need to see both, um, documentaries. documentaries for, uh, you to be able to, like, really follow this. But, uh, anyhow. So they get there and they take them on a bus to this, like, bar it's like a party it's like a party bar on the beach wasn't it it was on the beach and it was food and it was also like part of a resort i'm pretty sure yes yes and so they didn't know the people working there didn't even know that this was happening they didn't know that they were going to be minutes before right yeah they didn't know that that everyone was going to be redirected there so they're struggling to have food to um, prepare drinks, and there's hardly anybody at work, you know what I mean? Um, The lady that was working for them, she knew she was supposed to be having food for the festival. They had hired her to do that because there was, like, two other people that said, no, we can't do it, or... Yeah, well, they said they had had $6 million contract, but they only had a million dollars to pay. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I think the other people that were supposed to do the food were just like, we can't do it for that amount, what you're asking, and so they just were, like, out. But this lady was like, okay, I can do this for you. I know that I can do this. But she was not expecting them to all come to her actual restaurant Mm -hmm. beforehand as well. So, like, she's working her ass off. Her workers are working their asses off. And these people are just partying. And then they start wondering, like, okay, well, is this it? Like, where are we going? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, they're like, is this the festival? Yeah. Right. So there was, like, I don't know. They just all of a sudden got into the bus, a school bus. Yeah. Just a regular ass school bus. And they drove to the 
grounds, I guess, the campgrounds where the festival was supposed to be. And they're driving up and they're just like... The one girl starts like crying in the background. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're crying. Like, that's amazing. But... Yeah. I mean, if you... I, I would be pretty disappointed if I spent a ton of money and it was like this... Like, totally different than what you thought. Like, totally different. And yeah, they were even supposed to be on private jet planes to yes, get out there. Yes, they were. It was, private it was supposed to be an all-inclusive situation. Yeah, and they put like a sticker, a fire festival sticker on the plane. But like, they also told them, you know, it was a private island and it was attached. They even advertised it as that. Even when they showed them like the campground, they didn't show that it was attached to like a resort. You know, right? No, it's, it's and it was five miles away from the beach too. It was. Yes, I saw. I, I uh, saw that last night. That it was actually five miles to the beach because it was on these cliff like you saw where it was drop off to the water it yeah was, it was five miles from the beach beach yeah that's great yeah. yeah i don't know how they were supposed to like i don't know like transport themselves to the beach but i mean in the i guess they went viral that they were saying that the people were served a cheese sandwich with yeah. nothing on it and then like a little bit of a salad yeah. i'm sure you guys have seen the picture i hadn't until i saw the documentaries but it was not exactly like that. The woman that was creating the food, like, I'm sure that that was just one person's, like, plate. Like, they probably, like, they probably went up to her and they were ordering the food and they said, oh, I'm a vegetarian and I don't yeah. eat, because it looked like it was all Caribbean food and yeah. stuff. Like, so that has, like, meat and, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, the meat's cooked into the vegetables and everything. So she probably, I bet you anything that somebody was like, I'm a vegetarian, and I need a vegetarian plate. And she's like, okay, well, here's this bread, cheese, and some salad. Yeah, You know exactly. what I mean? And then the, like, person's like, oh, my God, I'm going to take a picture of this and put it on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that salad looked pretty good. I mean, it looked, I would have ate the damn cheese I sandwich. I would have had it, too. Yeah. But, I mean, when you look at the other pictures of the food, the food looks really good. Yeah. Jessica sent me a picture of it uh, this morning, and it made me hungry. Yeah, because like, I was... It was a whole... Pl- it was, like, filled to the brim. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that would have been good for, like, three of those skinny-ass bitches. Exactly. Like, yeah, that'd be the weekend food. Like, here's your food for the weekend. Like... <laughs> yeah, I mean... I could have stretched it for a few meals, for sure. Oh, for sure. That would have handled me all day. Yeah. I would just, like, eat in a section at a time. Side note, I this just reminded me of this funny meme like and it's so true um someone took like a picture of like three uh they talked about like they're like girls are badasses or i don't know how girls survive when they go to festivals uh a a 12-hour music festival on three chicken wing or three three chicken strips but that's so true i remember like when we go to um when we went to uh movement yeah movement and we had literally like just some macaroni for like I don't remember what it was. We were also fueled by other substances. Though. That's true. Yeah. Like, it wasn't just the food. Like, Yeah, so that's what we might have not been hungry. or. I, <laughs> I think that was probably part of it, that we just weren't hungry I wonder, because of circumstances. Our bodies were probably like, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, that's usually uh, what people's yeah. bodies say to them, I think. Anyways. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny. It's not me saying it. It's not as funny when it, as uh, it is, but it's a funny meme talking about, like, about how amazing like, like girls, girls can are, just like survive on this shit. Three chicken chicken strips <laughs> for a whole festival. So they didn't even have water at first. Oh yeah, they, got there. they yeah. didn't have water at first. And first of all, when the water did come in to the island, uh, Billy did not think things through. He didn't realize that there was going to be like duties Tax. to like be able to pick this stuff up. So he asked his one of his event coordinators, um, Adam. What was his name? Adam King. Adam King. 
And he was just like, you're our, Billy says to Adam, you're our fearless gay leader. We need you to take one for the team. We need you to go down to customs and suck this man's dick. Seriously, suck this man's dick and see if you can get him to release the water. Like, I don't know if he, like, pre-arranged that, tried to, or if he was just thinking, well, once he sucks his dick, <laughs> like, he might just release this yes. water. I don't I thought, know. I was like, how did he think that, though, really? Like, why was that a thought? I mean, is the, was the customs guy get even yeah, gay? Yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. It's an interest. It's it's a conundrum. But Adam was sharp as fuck, and he was just like, Billy, I don't know if I can do this, but he goes goes back to his hotel and takes a shower. And puts, puts a mouthwash. He uses wash. mouthwash. I don't know, to disinfect his mouth. Yeah. I don't know. You'd seem like you would use that after you suck dick. Yeah, but, that's what I thought. So, like, he goes to the customs guy, and the customs guy, like, is like, no, it's fine. You can just take the water, but I want my share of this money right away. Yeah. I don't even know if he ever got it. Oh, probably not. No. No. I don't think that most people got any of their money back. Some, yeah, the people that went for the festival didn't. I don't think most of them didn't receive the money. Or I know some people did not receive the money back, which I would be pissed about. Except there was one guy, like, that sued him, and he got $5 million. I'm like, really? Wait, who? A guy in the Netflix documentary, he sued them, and he got $5 million for that. For what? For going to the festival? I and guess not so. Being... Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, well, that sounds like also somebody that's privileged who could hire a lawyer to even get that yeah. done. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, everybody that went was obviously privileged white people. Did you, I didn't even hardly see any black people, like, no, in the no. whole documentary, no. or, or brown people of any sort, really. So, I don't know. It just makes me wonder, like, where do these people come from? Like, what state? <laughs> like... Obviously, they're not from Indiana. <laughs> like, I don't think that these people are from Middle America. Like, they have to be like from California, no, New York, and like California. trust of yeah. like maybe Miami. Yeah, you know, New like, York, like Chicago, you, maybe. Like, if I would have saw that festival, honestly, I wouldn't have been like, I want to go because I'm just the people I would have known. The type of people that would have been there would have been not the people that I would probably want to be around. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, there are some people that got free tickets, though. Like, they won them. Oh, if I won a ticket, I would go. Did they really win tickets, though? Did they really get free tickets? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well. Uh, because, like, I found something online where a guy found, I mean, it was online, so it's got to be true. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he won a free ticket, and he went, and he was just like, these people are so funny. They're just, like, a little bit inconvenienced because there's not, like, enough water. Oh, yeah, and he made the best of it. Yeah, you sent me that Yeah, thing. but, okay, speaking of the no water that wasn't there right away, okay, so the water hadn't made it, but they had millions of dollars worth of alcohol. And also, they he didn't think about the fact that there's taxes on alcohol. So the tax, I think he bought, like, $9 million? I don't know. It was many millions. So the tax would have been, like, like... Five hundred thousand dollars for the. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, it was. It was a lot of, of money. maybe hundreds of thousand dollars just for tax for alcohol in the Bahamas. Why would you even need that much? Well, how much alcohol would that even be? Millions of dollars worth of alcohol. Like I don't know. It was a couple seems, million, I think. That sure. would like. That would like fill up like ten semi trucks. Well, I they, feel like. yeah, but they probably had to have the top shelf. Like everything was probably top shelf. They didn't have dark eyes. Oh, okay, but they had a tent. But they had a tent. I don't... They might as well just have ordered the dark, dark eyes. Yeah. Like, dark if, you're, if they're staying in an igloo tent... Yeah. That was... So, oh, by the way, the day the day of, um, there is a tropical rainstorm. They yeah. just, like, randomly, as the people are still setting up, 
just pours down and ruins everything. So they, it got in the tent. So the tent, yeah. was the tent even waterproof? No, the thing is, you see the tents and, like, they look like they're open. I don't even know if they, like, zipped shut. It looks crazy. Yeah, they were, like, rolled up on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it, like, but still, they said all the, like, the, the wind mattresses. Was really windy. They were so. Oh, yeah. There was, the wind was blowing it blowing the tent. Well, why wouldn't you close the tent? But I don't know if you could, like, the way the tents were. I don't know. They look crazy. I'm sure you could close the tent, but if it's that windy, it was, like, vertical. Like, the when you see the video, it's like the rain was, like, going, like, or horizontal, Honestly, actually. they're really lucky that something crazier didn't happen. I mean, they're lucky that they were dealing with rich white people because if it weren't... Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't, like, if it was, like, just some, like, hood rats or something, they would have been like, I'm getting that fucking water. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. they would have, like, people would have started, like, looting and acting crazy mm-hmm. and getting the things that they need because, you know, it was just like, how long are we going to be here? People didn't have their sunscreen, so they're just burning up in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, because like, they, they didn't have the luggage. They said they literally, like, didn't get their luggage till like, 8 or 9 o'clock that night. They got there at, like, 6 a.m., one of the first planes did. And they just kind of just threw it out of a big, a big truck, and they all had to, like, find their luggage. Yeah, you know, it was a semi, and they just, bags. like, yeah, they just pushed it all out. And, of course, you know, if you fly anywhere, that a lot of bags on the, like, the, they like. They look the same. Yeah, what conveyor is that thing called? The conveyor. Yeah, they look pretty much the same like I always try to pick one like a suitcase or something that doesn't look the same just so I'm not confused but I hate that so I'm sure all these people had really similar suitcases and they were just throwing them so if you Mm -hmm. had something breakable or anything like that in your suitcase then you were screwed Mm -hmm. like it was gonna get messed up because people were just trampling over suitcases to try to find their own Mm -hmm. that's terrible yeah like and it was getting dark at that time, too, so it was hard and to see. And they didn't have the electricity, I don't no, think. No, they didn't. They said it was pitch black, too. Like, they were trying to, I think, get the electricity. So if the electricity wasn't there, then how was the stage going to work? Oh, I'm sure they had electricity, like... For the stage? For, for the stage area, They yeah. would have to have turned those lights on, then. Why didn't they turn those lights on? I don't know. They might have. They, they might have, but they, it wasn't... The stage is far away. Usually, they have a stage, and then you... The tents are far away. The tents aren't like right. Be- like right was there beside. was there supposed to only be one stage? Because wasn't it supposed to be like two weekends? Yeah, it was two weekends, which I thought was strange. Like, so are they staying there for the week or? Yeah, I think that they were supposed to be staying there for the week because Blink One Eighty Two. Whenever they like dropped out, I don't know if they knew how crazy it was going or if they just were just like they probably weren't getting paid and they and they probably well they probably knew it was. Weird, because they did also make, there was somebody on the inside that made a website called, like, Fire K or something, and it was talking about, they kept posting, like, how it was a fraud. Yeah. So someone was trying to sabotage it, so I bet you, like, people caught wind of that. Yeah. But the way they, I don't know, the way they worded it, though, they're just like, we don't think that we can give a good show. So I figured, like, oh, we guys haven't played in 25 years, so maybe, (laughs) like, you guys just aren't ready, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and they said that they, like, they had people, like, vlogging or whatever on the way and they're like oh you know we felt it was a little strange you know we saw blink 182 dropped out but it was just one band you know and then yeah and then that morning happened and then you know the festival whatever they stayed one night i think they said they had one third of the people that actually were there so in the tent and they said they like they canceled it after that night right so i don't know because i know that other people that ended up on the island it wasn't everybody that paid no 
So, was, were people supposed to come in at different times, like different days? Because Blink-182 said, we're not going to be able to play this week. We regret to inform you or something. We can't play this weekend at Fire Festival or the next. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if there was, like, yeah, that's interesting. If there was, like, you know, you know, 2,000 people one weekend and 2,000 the other or however many. I don't know, 5,001, 5,000 the other. Probably. Or you could, like, stay the whole weekend. But, no, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. But, yeah, so I don't think that all the people showed up because if it was all the people, oh, my God. No, and most people don't always show up on the exact day, of the, the first day of the festival. Well, but they, they provided the flight. Yeah, that's true. So it's like most people weren't, like, getting their own flights. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, supposed to be all-inclusive. So you get your flight, you get your food, you get, mm-hmm. you know, your villa. Yeah. <laughs> which was a yeah, igloo tent. tent. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, then that's what it was, but... But, yeah, after that night, they ended up canceling. Like, the guy that booked the bands. First of all, they had the guy book the bands, and he's, he had never had any work in booking bands in the past. Nobody had really any, any experience in it. The only people that had experience and did a hell of a job, honestly, yeah. was the people that promoted it and got all these people to spend their money. Yeah, and they, but they said they had no idea what was going on on the production side. On the marketing side, they did a killer job. What was it Fuck Jerry that yeah, did fuck, it? Yeah, Fuck Jerry. Did, I mean... They, Their marketing team, like, killed it. Yeah. yeah, no, they definitely... It was that one shoot, that one... That was the one model. Yeah. They said there's, like, there's two fire festivals. One when there was, like, 60 people out here and all the models and the photo shoot, and then there was a, a different one. Yeah, know, like, they're, like, whenever everybody showed up and were, like, what? panicking and yeah. trying to get out of there. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, and, like, somebody in the documentary said something about, well, are we going to show up and there's going to be a bunch of Instagram models? And I was just like, those aren't Instagram models. Those are actual models. Yeah. Those are super models. Yeah. If they would have hired some hood rat ass, like, Instagram models from, like, the strip clubs at Atlanta or something, then they probably would have saved a lot of money. And possibly even still, like, attracted the same crowd because everybody loves those just as much as yeah. the supermodels at this Absolutely, point. Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think it was just, like, it was such a good idea that was monstrously, yeah. monstrously fucked up. Like, well, why, why did they feel they needed to have it in a few months? You know, like, why didn't they wait, like, a, a year and a half and properly plan it out? You know, I don't know. And they said he kept, Billy was so positive through the whole thing, even like two days before, the day before, and he was like, it's going to be fine. He goes, we need to keep finding solutions. We need solutions. And it's just like, sometimes there's not solutions for everything. And they said, one guy said, you know, when we kept figuring stuff out, like, we, sorry, that's Elvis, my cat. Elvis. When they When they kept figuring stuff out, it kind of just made it worse because it kept enabling them to keep going. If they would have been like, okay, we can't find a food vendor. All right, we're going to have to call it off. But they, but... Good old Rick. What's his name, Rick? Rick. Not Rick. Well, we were just talking about him. The guy that Adam. Said, Adam. Yeah, Adam He's came through. Dick. Yeah, he came. He kept coming through for him. So therefore, it kept enabling it to keep going and going. It was like, and a he seemed snowball. like he gen- like at he the beginning can't. of the documentary on Netflix, he said something like, "I really hope that Billy doesn't go to prison for this." So obviously, he still cares for him, and he also told people through the whole thing, he's like, "Billy's a visionary. Like I've always known him for a long time. You know, he's." He's going to follow through, you guys. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, did we mention the fact that Billy said that he bought the island? Yeah, we mentioned him saying he bought it, but, like... Obviously, yeah, he did he not. He did not buy it. They rented it. But that was also false advertisement. Again, we bought They were like, well, we bought this island. 
um, in the Bahamas. It's Pablo Escobar's island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, bought it. Like, where would you have even bought an island? Yeah, that's just... Yeah, like I think you have to be a nation or something to buy an island, and it takes like years to do that to buy an island. I think somebody talked about how it took like at least like a year to actually get the paperwork to buy an island. I forget where I saw that on there, but but anyway, so yeah, it just turned into a huge shit show, and then you know they canceled it, and then after that, like six months later, they started the festival goers started getting these emails about like this VIP access club, and he started offering all of these. Um, some guy named Frank was offering these like packages to the Grammys and tickets to all these the things. The Victoria's Secret fashion fashion show. show and stuff they didn't even um, the to the Met, Met Gala, Gala and they don't even sell tickets for that. Right. And uh, Taylor Swift, like I said, like uh, a meet and meet and greet. greet. With Taylor <laughs> Swift and she doesn't do meet and greets. But like I think he was trying to make back money. all the money that he owed everybody. But like maybe you shouldn't have done that then. Like yeah. that's a rough time. That's but, a rough time whenever you're, you're already s- in trouble with the cops. But yeah, and you're still what do you Oh you Elvis wants a pet from Jessica. Elvis um, is making a comment. Yeah, he has a comment about it. Um he said he wanted to go. But uh <laughs> anyway, um no, so what was he going to do, though? Con those people out of the money and then pay people back? Like, I think he just was always I think people it. did pay for that. Yeah, he said he, they, he made over $100,000. Well, where did that go? I don't know. But, like, he would just, like, con people out of money and pay, was like... Like, here I am living, and I'm like, okay, I'm living pretty comfortable, but, like, how are these people just getting this much money to just, like, con it out of people, and then they owe it back to somebody because they... Like invested in this wrong, and like, how does this money just come it's, to him? Like, and he's probably just like a like clearly like addicted to that weird that like hustle of it because it's like a hustle. Like you're constantly like, okay, I got to juggle this money. I can do this to make money, but then I can do this. Like he's got some sort of mental disorder for him. I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's all kinds of addictions. Yeah, it's some something weird for him to like literally like be facing prison time and he told the guy he's like i will not go to jail like he, he told delusional. so many people that i'm not he's like yeah. i'm not going to jail i'm not going to jail even though i owe millions of dollars to all these people millions upon yeah millions i'm upon not going millions. to jail let me con more people and let's talk about jaw rule yeah jaw rule okay so do I you think- do people even know who jaw rule is anymore like I don't think he's dropped an album since, like, 2001 or something. Yeah. But he was supposed to be back. He was, like, the vo- like the voice and the face of Fire Festival. Yeah, I don't think he really knew what was going on. Like, I think he went to a couple, he flew in a couple times and partied with him. But I don't know if he really actually, like. He looked like he was there a lot. Well, yeah, he looked like he was there quite a bit. And he was on lots of different, like, TV shows with Billy. About, but, yeah, I think he was kind of the face of it, though. I don't think he was in How much was he logistics. being paid? I think he probably invested some of his money, but does maybe John not. Will have any fucking money? That's what I was gonna say. He probably didn't want to invest much money because he probably didn't have it. I no, know. I don't feel like Ja Rule is, like, respected in the rap game or anything yeah. anymore. Like, nobody gives a fuck about Ja Rule. But Ja Rule was somehow dragged through the dirt, like, because they're he like, said well... He he didn't know. Yeah, they were saying, like, he, he didn't... He's like, well, I didn't know what Billy was doing, like... Well, but he was pretty gung-ho if, with all the, all the footage that... He's in with Billy. Yeah, he was like, "Oh my God, my brother!" I'm like, "Really, your brother?" Yeah, <laughs> like you probably you met him like last year, and you know, and he know. offered you some money, and it sounded good. Yeah, exactly. Like so, he was just like a, a a celebrity face. He might have just paid Ja Rule to like promote it. That's true. Because from I, the money that he got from Magnesis. Yeah, 
Well, because remember they said that um, for Rick Ross, he he brought money in a bag, cash in a bag, to, like, do, like, a a press statement or something about Magnesis. Yeah. And he paid him with money, cash in a bag, like, a lot of money. Yeah. So, I don't know, like, who got the money from this? I don't know. The people, I'm pretty sure, that worked the whole time didn't get paid. Yeah. They... Yeah, I don't think they got paid. And they did, like, a GoFundMe, and I think that was over $150,000 for that woman that didn't get paid. Oh, yeah. Like, I have her name in here. Yeah. Uh, Marianne Roll. Yeah. Uh, she's the, I don't know, Baha- ba- how do you say Bohemian, that? Bohemian. Bohemian. It's Bohemian. Bohemian. Bahamian. Bahamian. She said That's it. it. Bahamian. Bahamian. A uh, restaurant owner who lost pretty much all of her life savings. She spent, uh... After she was hired to do the food and then just, like, bamboozled with everybody going to her personal restaurant when she wasn't expecting it and then having to serve food and drinks there, which wasn't in her contract, and she had ten workers for herself and, like, she had to do orders and everything on the food. I think she was promised, uh, what was it? Well, it was supposed to be a million dollars for food. Was it? Well, I thought I thought they said a hundred and fifty. Um, okay, the New York Times said she was owed... Uh, one thousand. Uh, I'm sorry, one hundred thirty-four thousand. Okay. Dollars. Um, but she had to use fifty thousand dollars of her own money, and obviously, people in the Bahamas aren't. Even though she owns a restaurant and everything, I doubt that people are just like really loaded there. It's like a third world, like yeah, area. It's not. It's not fully developed. You know what I mean? And I mean, they make their money from tourists and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the people that worked for her, the things she ordered, she spent fifty thousand dollars of her own life savings because she because they, she worked. The people worked for her and stuff, and she didn't feel right not paying them. You know, it's, right? Like all the people that set up the festival, set up those little weird ass tents, and mm-hmm. like uh, brought the boxes of water in, and like did all the building and put the sand out and all that stuff. They never got paid. Yeah, they worked for. Months. Yep, months. Months doing hard labor. Maybe they got a tent to go home with. (laughs) You can have a tent. You can go ahead and take the FEMA tent. The free tent. Yeah, they're free. Yeah. But yeah, so this lady has a GoFundMe, and she's raised um, more than uh, $177,000. So, but still, that really hasn't covered all of it, has it? I don't know. Because if she spent $50,000 of her own money, and she was owed... Uh, one hundred thirty-four thousand. Then yeah. she, people still give her some money. Yeah, y'all. give her some money, and she, you know, like, and she was so sweet. At the, I mean, she, she was the one thing that broke my heart in the mm-hmm. Netflix documentary because she was just like, I don't even like talking about the fire festival, you guys. They really hurt me. Like, yeah, and she was like sincere about it. She wasn't like they owe me money. Da da da. She was like, they really hurt me. Like yeah. she said, I worked very hard for them, and they just come in. And they take, and they didn't give me, I got nothing. Yeah, like, good job. But we're going to, yeah. I'm going to link that. Yeah, yeah, link In our that. information. Yeah, link that GoFundMe. So you guys can help her out, because she seems like a really good woman that really got fucked over. Of course, there's many, 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 many people that got fucked over with yeah. the whole Firefest situation. Uh, but, you know, I just, you know, a, a woman, female business owner and everything, like, I just... I hope that people continue to help her out, you know? Yeah, me too. Because she deserves it. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, we want to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, the the documentaries are very easy to watch. Like, I have kind of a, a short attention span, and I watched one right after the other, and I was pretty much glued. Yeah. Um, I 
would recommend watching the Netflix one first. Yeah, I agree. That's the way I did it. And that's what I did too, even though I like the other one technically better. Yeah. Um, Also, did we mention that how much Billy got for being in the Hulu documentary? Oh, no, we didn't. Was it $250,000 or $150,000? He got... $250,000 for being in the Hulu documentary. Yeah. And obviously, I know that he's... I mean, I don't know, like... But he must have sold the footage that they took throughout the whole... um, To Netflix. Fire experience, like, while they were, like, doing business Mm -hmm. and trying to plan and whatnot. Um, That footage had to have been sold to Netflix to use, so he probably made money off of that as well. He's only serving six years. He was up for 20 years possibly in prison, and I don't know, is his family rich? I don't know. Like, he was living in the yeah. the basement of their house. Yeah. Um, and I guess they were able to hire some really great lawyers because he's only serving six years of a sentence for... Bamboozing people out of millions of like I can't even I can't even imagine honestly like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. No, I can't. I can't. If Netflix asked me to be in something right now, I'd be like, hell fucking yeah, I'm gonna be in there for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? But like millions, he just stole Mm -hmm. from people. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you guys should definitely check it out, and I can't wait to hear what your thoughts are. Yes, thank you for listening. All right, bye. Bye.